0: All eyes are on extremely severe cyclonic storm Fonny.
1: It's a borderline category three, category four now, so we could get some very severe wind impacts locally where it comes ashore.
0: Another bank holiday weekend is on its way for the UK and we look to the Mediterranean.
2: Similar conditions in the past have produced waterspouts, funnel clouds and even offshore tornadoes. And closer to home this weekend, what's
0: going on weather-wise?
3: This bank holiday weekend is going to be very different compared to the last one. At Easter, it was all about the warmth and the sunshine. This weekend, it looks chilly.
0: It's Thursday, the 2nd of May, and you're listening to Snap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Claire Nazir, and you're listening to Snap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. Tropical cyclones across the northern part of the Indian Ocean have made headline news in the past few months. A devastated southeast Mozambique in March. And last week, the north of the country was under a year's worth of rainfall as Cyclone Kenneth made landfall. And now we look to the Bay of Bengal, where over the last few days the atmospheric conditions have come together to develop an intense cyclone. Here's tropical prediction scientist Julian Hemming with the latest.
1: In the Bay of Bengal, we have a a cyclonic storm, uh, which is now actually an extremely severe cyclonic storm called Phony, which has been developing for the last three or four days, and it's gradually approaching the the coast of India, and we expect it to make landfall on Friday. We expect um, landfall to occur during the first half of Friday, and the winds could be in excess of 120 or 130 miles an hour uh, as the storm makes landfall. Well, we expect there to be a, a storm surge as well uh, maybe of, uh, of one or two meters or possibly even more in in some localized places and there's some large population centers on the coast in particular we're concerned about the city of Puri which is uh, a large city which sits on the coast and it's it's effectively at sea level and uh, it's possible they could get a very uh, high storm surge there If you look at uh, uh, Cyclone Phony in its equivalent uh, category, which we might use, for example, for Atlantic hurricanes, it's a borderline Category 3, Category 4 now. So we could get some very severe wind impacts locally where it comes ashore and also a storm surge of several metres. But there's also um, the the more widespread effect of rainfall over the next uh, three or four days, right up the coast of northeastern India and even across into Bangladesh. The cyclone season in the North Indian Ocean is is split in two, and the first part runs from about April through to June, so it's not unusual to get cyclones at this time of year, uh, even uh, making landfall at uh, the kind of intensities that they have, and there's some examples in recent years of some very uh, severe cyclones. I mean, We had one last year which was slightly weaker than uh, Phony, that was called Titli, and that made landfall over northeastern India. Um, but we've, there's some more severe ones in, in the historical record. If we look back to 2007, there was one called Siddur, which uh, ran straight into Bangladesh and that caused uh, many thousands of fatalities.
0: Thank you, Julian. Stay up to date with Cyclone Fonny as it makes landfall on the Met Office Storms Twitter feed. It's not all plain sailing across the Mediterranean this weekend. Here's
2: meteorologist Ellie Silkstone. Let's start with the basics. South of the Alps, low pressure is developing over the bank holiday weekend. Due to its location, this particular low is known as the Genoa Low. This Genoa Low will be present throughout the bank holiday, although it is most marked on Sunday and therefore less prominent on Monday. So what does this bring weather-wise for the Mediterranean? Firstly, Northern Italy and the extreme southeast of France will likely see slow moving, intense thunderstorms in association with this setup. It is worth pointing out that similar conditions in the past have produced waterspouts, funnel clouds, and even offshore tornadoes. So, we are talking some very unsettled weather here. In addition, the location of the Genoa Low to the west of France and high pressure to the east will bring strong winds known as the Mistral Winds to parts of southern France. However, it's not all bad news for holidaymakers over the bank holiday weekend. Spain looks set to see more settled weather, although it will be cool in the north. The rest of France could see some showers, but also a fair amount of sunshine. Meanwhile, Greece and Cyprus could see a very short-lived thunderstorm here and there for a time over the bank holiday weekend, otherwise it will likely be dry. The weather across the Canaries will be pretty much what we'd expect. That means a brisk northeasterly wind, often strong sunshine, but always a chance of early cloud. Thank you, Ellie. And now, closer to home, the bank
0: holiday weather details with Alex Deacon.
3: This bank holiday weekend is going to be very different compared to the last one. At Easter, it was all about the warmth and the sunshine. This weekend, it looks chilly. The bigger picture shows high pressure nearby, slowly toppling in. But ahead of that, we've got northerly winds setting in. Now, that northerly wind will bring Arctic air our way. Gardeners, take note. There will be frosts this weekend. Let's break it down day by day because Saturday looks particularly chilly. A northerly wind bringing that arctic air and bringing a really cold feel, especially on the eastern coasts. There'll be a weak weather front drifting south as well, so there will be some showers. These will mostly be in the east, could be on the heavy side, whereas many western and southern parts will actually be dry and bright. And in the sunshine, out the breeze, not feeling too bad. But temperatures will be below average, quite a bit below, and as I said, feeling cold in that wind. Now by Sunday the high pressure is influencing things a little bit more, and actually most places having a dry day on Sunday. Again, some clouds, some sunny spells. Again, a morning frost is likely. Temperatures staying below average, but most places at least dry and bright. And those winds should be a little lighter. The winds easing off further by the time we get to Monday, bank holiday Monday. Again, looking chilly, but a few more showers around on Monday. Again, chiefly in the east. Many southern and western areas should stay dry. So for many, it's a largely dry weekend. But don't expect the warmth of Easter.
0: Thank you, Alex. The pre-Lynn stats for April are now in, the first half of the month being coldest, followed by a blast of heat later on. More of note, it was a dry month, with most places away from Northern Ireland receiving just two-thirds of its monthly rainfall. However, East Anglia was very dry, with just a quarter of its monthly rain. Now for details of the highs and lows from last week, here's Ada McGiven.
3: The highest daily temperature was on Easter Monday, with a high in Northolt, London, of 25 Celsius. Easter Monday also saw the most amount of sunshine in one day. This was 13 and a half hours in Kirkwall, Orkney. The lowest temperature was recorded during the early hours of Wednesday the 24th of April with a minima of minus 0.6 Celsius in our Boyne Highlands. The wettest day was last Saturday the 27th of April during Storm Hannah when Capel Keurig received 98mm of rain.
0: Thank you Aidan. That's it from WeatherSnap. I'm Claire Nazir and producer this week was Adrian Holloway. Do join us again next week when we take a scientific peek behind the week's weather headlines. WeatherSnap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.